Welcome to the Restored Living Podcast. We are your hosts, Josh and Jalen Harrell. We are a husband and wife who are passionate about partnering with people to rebuild, restore, and renew their life to the purpose God has for them. In 2018, God took our broken marriage and restored it to something beautiful. And we believe he wants to restore the parts of your life that seem broken too. Join with us as we talk openly, transparently about faith, health, marriage, sexuality, family, and everything in between. This This is Restored restored living. Living. Okie dokie. Artichokey. Artichokey. <laughs> well, we are here with you for episode three of the Restored Living Podcast, which is just wild. In fact, we're recording this tonight before episode two goes live, so it feels weird because I feel like then we're like out of order, but you guys will listen to this obviously way after that second one. So I'm super excited for tonight's episode because uh, by this point you've heard last week's and it was Jalen doing kind of a Q&A time with me, uh, a little bit about my story. So if you haven't heard that, go ahead and, and go back and listen. But you are not going to want to miss the amazing things this woman has to share tonight. It's, oh my gosh, I'm so excited because she, she just brings the real, the raw, the truth. She is like a no BS kind of woman and I love it. Well, um, I pride myself on yeah, keeping do. it real. <laughs> she that's does. for sure. She does. But before we do that, Jay, do you want to do some housekeeping stuff? Because I know I got to do them uh, Housekeeping. Housekeeping. So Her fun. favorite thing. <laughs> well, housekeeping. Let's let's talk about housekeeping. So first things first, um, thank you for finding our podcast, first of all, <laughs> because uh, little did we know, we are definitely learning and growing through this podcast. Guys, we're doing this with like zero experience, zero. It's a lot of YouTube and a lot of Googling YouTube a lot of and asking friends. <laughs> Oh. And it's a learning curve for sure. It's definitely not as hard as you think. No, it's just it really recording isn't. and different things, but things we've never done before. So the obstacle is the way, right? So we are learning the podcast platform, and with that comes people not being able to find it on Apple Podcasts <laughs> and on Spotify. Hopefully, by the time this episode launches, yes. it will have been a couple weeks, and you'll be able to actually search it on Apple Podcasts. But just in case it's not by that time, I mean, the follow button is a great way to make sure you can see new episodes and be notified about new ones and keep up with the journey for yourself and for your friends and family. We also have links. So if you contact Restored Living on Instagram, we can get you links to the podcast so that you can listen to it until it is searchable (laughs) (laughs) and live for that reason. So we're really excited. We've actually already had so many people listen and we're so grateful for that. Um, We're just too two 29-year-olds from just Arizona just sharing, the sharing little, our story. Little bits of wisdom, I guess. Yep, sharing our story. And so that's really what we ask you. You know, if, it, if an episode touches you or if you're really um, just, you get anything out of any of the podcast episodes that you listen to, would you please just share it on your story, on socials, um, share how it's impact you, impacted you, share about it with a friend or a family member, um, we just want this message of restoration to get out yeah. to other people, and that's really our hardest, our heart's desire, mm-hmm. is for you to experience restoration in your own life and in your purpose. And so, if we're doing that, all we ask is that you just pay it forward and share this with your friends and yeah. family, and follow and subscribe or however whichever platform you're on. I think yeah. we're on all of the different platforms like SoundCloud and Stitcher yeah. and. Um, 
I need to get a squeaky, less squeaky chair, <laughs> y'all. You're just like sitting in our office with it us. It is. It's like you're having a conversation with us because we aren't good enough to know how to edit these things, so you're just getting the unedited raw. Oh yeah, and I think that's the best way to yep. do it, right? It's like you're sitting in our home with us, which is how we like it. So yeah, so you'll always know nothing is ever really <laughs> edited unless like unless we swear a little too much. But even then, I don't know if I'd want to sift through all of the stuff in order to oh, find it. So man. there you go. Oh man. Yes, love it. Thanks for running through those those little housekeeping things. Well, as we dive in tonight, guys, I'm excited for you to just hear. Um, you will get to know this about Jalen over the time that you get to know her, but she is a, a woman of uh, profound grit and Aww. wisdom and truth, and she just she does not waste a day of life putting up with anything less than just the real deal. And so um, I've seen it not just in her personally but i've seen it in our marriage i've seen it um as she's helped you know partnering with me and raising our boys and we're raising two young men um she's passionate about that she is she's passionate about everything that she's passionate about i'll just say it that way she (laughs) she pours her heart and soul into it and um i've seen it in the way she coaches uh many many different people in many different seasons of life and so i know you're gonna have something to take away from this tonight so like get your ears ready, listen in. Get your in. ears ready. Get your ears ready to listen, um, because you're gonna be. I'm sure you're gonna be typing away or writing away some notes from what she has to share. But I have a few kind of main questions I outlined for the night. But really, and I say night because it is like almost eight o'clock. Um, but really, the conversation is just gonna flow where it needs to go. Um, but the w- the place I want to start at because I know a lot of our listeners who are listening to this have found this through just um, Instagram or from someone sending them to it because um, maybe they're walking through a similar journey of uh, a spouse or a partner who uh, has been wrestling with some kind of addiction. Um, They're dealing with betrayal in their relationship and the trauma from that and recovering from that. And that is uh, really where a lot of of your heart for this, this concept of restoration was birthed was in our own journey and your experience of experiencing betrayal and and the the pain that came with that and the the journey of recovery and healing and restoration that came after that and i would just love for you to share like go back take us back to a few years ago when kind of everything in in our relationship really the bottom fell out right and you you had these these bombs just left and right dropped on you um and what that experience has been like for you over the last several years, I know this is a loaded question, but just the last several years of recovering from the betrayal, recovering from the infidelity and just the different things that you've navigated as a wife. Yeah, so don't worry, y'all, if you guys were all just like, whoa, that's a lot, Josh. Um, I'll get to all of it. I just, I'm like tracking with Josh here. Uh, Okay, so yes. So if you guys listened to episode one, you know that I am the betrayed part of our story so I don't wear that as like a badge of honor like a a victimhood mentality Um, although I did at the beginning of this like shame on him for doing that to me so if you're in that angry place I just want to tell you you're you're good (laughs) it's an okay place to be and it's definitely where we live sometimes I think when we experience betrayal because trauma no matter what kind of trauma that we experience it's like getting shot by a gun and then you're left to heal from it. You know, whenever you get in an accident, a car accident, a gunshot wound, um, anything like that, it was never really your fault, but you're responsible for your healing. And that was the situation I was in back in 2018 where, um, you know, 
if you guys heard our story, I, I would encourage you to go back to listen to episode one for like a little bit more of the backstory. But I'm just gonna like get right into where we were. So I had noticed that Josh was really depressed, really anxious. We were really distant. We weren't very connected together. And that really bothered me because I was super codependent. And if you don't know what codependency is, it's basically where you need someone else in your life in order to make you happy. So if you are in that space where like you need your spouse to make you happy or you need them to help you do anything in your life, you might have a codependency issue and you should read about it. Codependent No More was one of the first books that I read and it was really um, eye-opening for me to read that book and to just kind of realize, okay, I am putting too much of my focus on my spouse and that's something that I can work on for myself because I didn't want to be so dependent on Josh actually. I actually hated that I was because I felt like my worth was tied up in him and what would I be without him? And I think when you can get to that place of like rawness and realness, you can really, um, you really can start to move forward in a lot of things. And so I was noticing Josh was super depressed. He was actually going to therapy at the time, but I was like, why isn't this therapy flipping working? Like (laughs) he's supposed to be healing. And I didn't see that that was happening. And so I took matters into my own hands, like the person that I am, and and I was like, well, I'm going to go to counseling, and I'm going to figure out what's wrong with him, and I'm going to fix him. And you can blink at me if that is you, wife or husband. It can be either one. I tend to relate more to the husbands than I do to the wife, personally, just in relationships and stuff like that, but um, I'll get into that in a minute. But So I went to this therapist. And my therapist is so great. She she just listened to me and allowed me to like vent my feelings. And she was so helpful in helping us start this journey of restoration because she talked to me about PTSD and codependency. And so she gave me something for me to do and something for, she just was noticing signs of trauma in Josh that were happening. Now, the trauma signs that she saw were from pornography. So if you guys haven't listened to episode two again I mean I'm referring to all of our episodes but um, Josh did a great job talking about identity and sexuality and what that looks like and there's such trauma that can be um, unfolded when our identity is in the wrong place right when we're not truly putting God where he needs to be and allowing our identity to be from the person who created or the being that created us and a lot of times we try and put insignificant things into those spaces like pornography or sexuality or um you know our personalities even or our spouse there's so many things that we can we can try and make identities that aren't really identities and so I had obviously my own issues but I was a little bit like oh well well I just need to help my husband and my stuff is second compared to his and so that started this journey of really like the bomb going off as Josh would say right so I got the magical words we need to talk and I knew those words you guys because I had I have a porn addicted spouse right and I just let that fly under the radar like oh he's good he's in his accountability groups he's got covenant eyes And I just, I didn't want to know what the real truth was. And this we need to talk question again was just like, oh, really? Another 
thing. We're going to talk about another thing. And honestly, I didn't know what we needed to talk about. I was like, what do we need to talk about? And that was when Josh told me that he was struggling with same-sex attraction. And for those of you who can't piece that together, that was a big deal to my Christian upbringing. Like, what do I do about the fact? So obviously I had all of the questions in the beginning, and I know that our story is not typical to everybody's, but I don't think it matters if it's, you know, a girl or a guy or, you know, same-sex attraction or what have you. Someone telling you that they are being um, unfaithful to you in their marriage is so hard. And when Josh told me he was having emotional affairs, with men, it was like the icing on the cake, right? I was like, how in the world do I do this? So I immediately went to Google and I started to just go- f- like feverishly Google, like who's been through this and how can I learn from them? And I had learned all of this from getting healthy six years ago, you guys. So this wasn't, I feel like God really prepared me for what we were going through in 2018 back in 2015 when I started working on my own personal health and working on my relationship with God in the little ways. So that would be my first piece of advice to you is just, you know, your health and your body are so sacred to what God has to do in your life. And if that's not right, you are missing such a huge part of what God is going to do with your story and your purpose. And when we get our bodies healthy, like our physical bodies healthy, and we don't have addictions to things like food or we just talked on a Facebook Live about addictions tonight. When we don't have addictions to those things, then there we go. I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> uh, see, this is real life, you guys. You get to be part of the real life. And my alarm clocks that go off <laughs> all the time. But the addictions that are so, um, they're wrecking our lives. The things that we do in secret that we're not talking about, eventually they come to the surface. And... I was so glad that I dealt with my eating addiction back in 2015 because when that situation happened, I had the tools to be able to navigate it healthily. I mean, I easily probably would have gained another 50 pounds from that situation with the unhealthy mindset that I had back in 2015 with, I mean, just the person that I was. I would have totally played the victim. We probably would have gotten divorced. And I think a lot of the pain and heartache that we didn't incur was because of the work that we did on the front end to start working on getting our minds healthy and our bodies healthy and all sorts of stuff like that. You're going to have to like move me back to, did I answer your whole question? No, you totally did. And this is, this is what I mean, guys. She, she has such, her passion comes out in these things because she has so much insight into these areas and so i hope that you're hearing this if you're the person who is who is navigating just an unbelievably difficult time whether it's in your marriage or in your life something has happened to you that has just totally rocked your world and you're not knowing what to do and and you're and you're kind of scrambling right like Mm -hmm. you were what you just shared you were in that place of like how how like what where is someone that's walked through this where is someone that has experienced this how do i navigate this and and being able to look at like what I really saw that you did in that season is looking at what can I control? Like I can't control what's happened to me. I can't control what this person 
who I, who I trust has done to me, but what are the things that I can control in this season? And what I really saw that you did in that season, because guys, I was, I was not <laughs> in a great place, um, but what I saw Jay do in that season now looking back was she really, she dove into the things that she had control over, which was her health and it was her relationship with the Lord and it was her, her relationships with those closest to her. And what I really saw you do was, was embrace those things. So tell me a little bit about like, I know that that season for you was really transformative just in your relationship with the Lord and like how God really used this really hard season in our marriage to really draw you in and to, to take you into deeper relationship with him. And he even did some just work in your own heart and through your own story yeah. that I think you weren't really expecting. Cause I, 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 <laughs> to, I, I know what, how, where you were at when things started with, with our recovery process and then kind of the road he took you down was a little different than you expected. So what was that like in your relationship with him, but also just the things in your own life that he revealed during that time that you got to then walk through some restoration and healing from that maybe you hadn't even really thought about or recognized had happened in your life? You know, um, gosh, my relationship with God is so different after that time. And uh, it's because I chose to lean in. Honestly, like when you told me that you needed to talk, you were so lost. Like, and there was no, there was nothing I could do to fix that. I kind of just had to trust God Mm. in those moments. And I was kind of left with this place of what do I do? Like I had grounds for divorce, biblical grounds for divorce. And I thought about divorce. And I also thought about staying with Josh, obviously, because we're still together now. And I just, I was like, what do I do? And the only person I could turn to was God because no one else in my world had ever experienced this. Mm. And so I didn't have a friend to go ask. I didn't have, which I would have easily done. And the only person I could go to was God. And I remember just like angrily journaling. I had all of these questions about like, is he sexually attracted to me? Is, you know, all of these, all of these things that you think about, like, am I enough? Am I worthy? Am I, you know, how is this going to get better? And they were just those real world questions. And I'm really grateful for God in that season because he just met me there, like met me in my questions. And, you know, there, he would, it was like, he would give me scriptures and songs to listen to that just totally met me where I needed to be met Mm. and friends at just the right time. And Mm. I could see him so audibly in the, the things that were happening in my life and I find that there, it's in those seasons where we get to experience the Holy Spirit the most is when things are just crappy mm-hmm. and somehow good comes from it. You guys, that's the Holy Spirit being with you in that moment. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit is never away from you. He is always, once you have accepted Jesus into your life, he is with you. And he is Mm -hmm. never forsaking you. He's never leaving you. Mm -hmm. And I felt that presence in my life. And I felt it in my friendships. I felt it in all the things that I did. And so as I pursued healing for myself, I pursued Jesus a lot. And like Josh said, I really leaned. I think I was probably like the healthiest version of myself in that season physically, just because it was what I knew I could step into that was Mm -hmm. healthy, right? Like I was working out so 
often, not too much, but like the proper amount to be able to deal with my anger and frustration. Mm. And then I had great, I mean, I was doing individual therapy. I was doing group therapy, or we were doing together therapy, like marriage therapy. Mm -hmm. And I think that combo was super, super important for my healing too. Uh, I needed a space just to be able to be mad and question and be upset and all of those things that were so, so important. And too often I find like the betrayed spouse doesn't give themselves the space mm-hmm. to be able to like have something that's for them yeah. because everything is like dealing with their, their spouse's yeah. thing. But you've been traumatized too. Yeah. And so you are worth the work. You're worth the money to go to therapy and it's so important. It's so important. So I, I hope you don't get miss that step. Well, I actually want to I want to linger on that a little bit longer because it, we've we've gotten messages from people who are like, well, you know, my and a lot of times it is a wife who's who's experienced betrayal in some form, whether it's uh, their spouse lying to them or cheating on them or whatever it is, and they they talk about, you know, we're six years out and we did all this work for my spouse, my husband to yeah. recover. We did therapy. We did blah blah all these things. But they're experiencing trauma symptoms six years later and their spouse is seemingly fine. Mm. And one thing that I feel like you did really well that I think other people, husbands and wives, who are on the same side of the story as you, being the one who was was lied to or betrayed, could really benefit from is how did you make, like go a little bit deeper into how did you make your own healing a priority in the season? Because it would have been very easy to just focus on, well, Josh has the problems, we need to fix his problems. But... (laughs) You, not only did you focus on your own healing and self-care, but you even, you took it a step further and and at one point you would have probably said you would have never done this, but you actually looked into your own heart and said, God, are there areas in my heart that need healing? Yeah. Are there parts of my life, are there areas that, that I, even if I don't feel like it, that I need to own because they're holding up my restoration, not because it was for us, but like there was restoration that needed to happen in your heart that you we're being held up from. So like go into that a little bit. Cause I feel like someone needs to hear about the importance of that. Even as the person who's doesn't seem like they have like the problems, but you had your own healing you needed to pursue. Yeah. So that was super vital and super key. Um, because I, I mean, I'm not going to lie to you guys at first when I was listening to podcasts and hearing people's betrayal stories, I would hear the person who was betrayed talk about the work that they needed to do on themselves. And honestly, it made me mad because I was like, I don't have anything I need to heal from. What are you talking about? Like, everything's been done to me. And I was living in that victim role of being the betrayed one. And I think the enemy tries to keep us in that place of the Mm. fact that we're betrayed. But here's the truth. God made us man and a woman to come together in marriage to make each other better. He didn't make us to need each other. He made us to have this covenant with each other, but this covenant with God. Mm. And I always tell I always tell everybody right now that messages us on Restored Living Instagram, you know, I'll get questions all the time, like, how do you deal with this? And I'm like, friend, it's me and Jesus against the world. That's what this is all about. It's me and Jesus against the world. And then if Josh decides to be in this marriage as much as I am, then we're just that much better because mm. of that. Yeah. You know, the person that God created me to be is not Josh's wife. The person God created me to be is Jalen. And the person God created you to be is you. And this part of your story is going to be so powerful to 
the purpose that God has for your life Mm. and your life with your spouse. And I've seen the gamut of different marriages, marriages that are really good friends who did the intro to this podcast. Shout out to Out of the Dust. They're Mm. amazing. And you should please go listen to their stuff because it's so great. Um, I just love their voices and their music just calms my heart and soul. And it's so great. But I remember one of their one of the podcasts that they were on on Fierce Marriage podcast. If you haven't checked that out, it's a great resource. Um, I remember them talk telling their story, and their story actually involved divorce and separation for years and years and years, and then a reconciliation mm. that came years later. And you just don't know. You don't yeah. know what God has planned for you. But what I do find in every story that I hear. There is an individual journey and a together journey. And sometimes the together journey is you getting back together. And sometimes the together journey is you being with other people after God's done his restorative work. Whatever it is, it has to happen. You have to have that individual walk with Jesus where you see that it's me and Jesus against the world. And if Josh is a part of my life, then great. Or your spouse is a part of your life, then great. And if they're not, you're still going to be okay because your identity is not anymore rooted in your spouse. Mm. Your identity is rooted in who God made you to be. Mm. And the truth that he put into my heart in those seasons were just Bible verses, Psalm 139, Proverbs 31. Like I just read through those day in day out Mm. and was just taking and what does god say is true about me and y'all if you have not read proverbs 31 recently you really need to read proverbs 31 again because it is truthfully just some of the greatest stuff that we could ever have in our lives as far as like identity and Mm. worth especially for women there is so much wisdom for how a woman can live mm. in Proverbs 31. I just love it so much. Yeah. Well, and I, I saw really, you know, in that season, you focusing, yes, we were doing work together, but I just distinctly remember that, like, there was a time where I was not, I was not in the place of journeying forward. Like, I was in it, but I was kind of stuck at the same time. And I really, looking back now, watched you take ownership of it it was that like dismantling that codependency Mm -hmm. that there was in our relationship where we had kind of put each other on pedestals of like and we're still currently dismantling that it's a it's a process (laughs) it is Um, a process well and i think it's fair for you guys to know like these things take time too like we are now what Almost four years. Almost four years into our journey of restoration and healing. And we were just having a conversation today about Mm -hmm. things that we can... But we're so much more aware of those things now, I think, and and what we want to create in that process that it it starts to come together a lot more quickly. Yeah, Now that we've done the work. It does. And, And I think because we took that approach of, first and foremost, it was our individual healing... And then secondary, like in our relationships with the Lord, not just like our healing and it wasn't all about us. It was it wasn't this egocentric thing. It was this is about Jay and the Lord healing together, and this is about Josh and the Lord healing together. And secondary to that was and if in that process God brings restoration in our marriage, that's just the icing on the cake. That's just that's just the 
the added bonus uh, because we, we did believe God wanted our marriage to heal, but above all else, he wanted us restored to him. Mm-hmm. And what the approach that you took in that season of really focusing on your relationship with him um, and focusing on your own healing and your own restoration, I think set the precedence for that because I saw that, even if I wouldn't have acknowledged it in that season, I saw that and I started to take those steps for myself and I started to focus on restoring that relationship with the Lord. And then it was like, we just started to see the healing in our marriage take place and trust start to be yeah. rebuilt and and the ability for us to start moving forward and joy coming back into our life and peace coming back into our relationship. But it was more whole, right? Oh, it, it was totally different, yeah. And that's kind of the, that's what you want, right? Like, I think that's what I was always trying to pursue by trying to like fix you or mm-hmm. help you, but I never got anywhere. And it's like, when we just let... God do the work that only God can do mm-hmm. in the lives of our spouse. Like some of some of you wives need to just flip and pray for your husbands. Like, and I'm sorry to say that so bluntly, but like there are some things that you cannot change in your husband's heart and only God can change them. Mm. Only God can convict them. Like there's no amount of shame or heaping of guilt or anything that you can put on your spouse that is going to make them stop looking at pornography unless God takes a hold of their heart yeah. and you learn some boundaries, but that's like uh, a whole <laughs> nother podcast. I think we should do a, we'll uh, do a podcast on boundaries because <laughs> you could do a whole podcast. I on could, that. I could go into all of the resources and all of the things that have yeah. helped. So what would you say then? Cause I feel like you've just given, you kind of just gave a roadmap. I feel like for people who are walking through this journey and we didn't plan that really for this, but it, of course it's how it goes. So I saw God, God knows. works. God, he knows. Yeah. You, you just take the steps and God guides you, but you kind of just laid out a roadmap for people who are in the midst of this, like in the midst of be- betrayal, in the midst of, uh, just the impact and the trauma of that, whether they're a husband, a wife, um, or, or just like someone close to you guys, this just applies in life. Like someone close mm-hmm. to you has betrayed your trust and there is healing that needs to take place. And you really just laid out that roadmap of first and foremost, it's like you and Jesus, that's the foundation, right? Because that was the foundation of the healing process for you. And, and I would marriage. say if you don't have a great relationship with Jesus, Josh Josh definitely was in that spot where he didn't have a great relationship yeah. with the Lord. But it's okay whichever spot you're in. Yeah. I just happened to be in a really great spot He had been with preparing God. you for yeah. that season. But you might be coming in a season, you might feel like my relationship with God was already dry or I don't have one or it has been so long and my relationship with God is very surface level. Friend, there is no better time than in the midst of trial to just dive into the pool. Yeah. Like jump into the deep end of, you know, dive into scripture, read the Bible, ask God to speak to you. I know the Bible can feel scary, but like ask him to speak to you. It's his word. He will deliver on that. He will make it clear. He will He will give you the insight that you need for the season that you're in. But if you try to start with trying to fix what's outside of you, the things that need healing inside of you aren't going to happen. And you just, you modeled that with, I think without even really knowing, I think God just gave you so much wisdom and discernment in that season to walk the journey out in a way that was going to produce long lasting healing, not just temporary relief, because it could have been easy to just dive into codependency and try to fix all the things and let's just get Josh fixed up. But you really like, you, you were in it for more of like the long term healing 
And the, t- the steps that you just laid out that you took produced a lot of healing, not just in you, but in our marriage and in our family and even in, in how we do life now. And so, wow, there was just a lot of good stuff in there. Um, last thing I would ask as we're kind of wrapping things up, and I have no idea where we're at on time, but that's okay. Cause yeah, because we're using the we're using a different software. So, so this we're is like a 40 minute, you <laughs> like right now. Right on the half hour mark. Um, what would be, I guess, just any words of, of wisdom or encouragement? And I would just like, I'm just asking the spirit to just speak to you right now because I feel like there's just a word somebody needs to hear of encouragement from you of like just how to how to make how to navigate the season like how there you're we're on what others might see as like the other side of it but some people are like really right in the thick of it like they're in the midst of the total implosion what is just one word of hope and encouragement that you want to give to them right now that they can just carry forward into their week with that they can hold on to a truth maybe it's a scripture whatever it might be just something that you feel like god is putting on your heart for this for this person the one person who's listening to this who needs it oh um that's a good that's a heavy question because i have all the thoughts right now Mm. as you know you well know (laughs) um here would be my encouragement you have all that you need to get through it you Mm. do you have all that you need to get through it but god doesn't want to just get you through it he wants you to come out the other side more beautiful, more whole, mm-hmm. more more than you could even imagine, mm-hmm. you guys. Like I I I wish I could tell my 2018 self <laughs> this truth because I didn't know if we were going to be okay. I didn't know. I just had faith that this was the next step. And I think sometimes we want to see the whole span of things, but I really got okay with just being okay with where God had me right here, right now. Mm. And I was okay with Josh questioning because I trusted that God was going to take care of me and provide Mm. for me no matter the season, no matter what was going on. And I would really encourage you, if you are the betrayed, trust God. Like, And I honestly... Like, y'all know we love Jesus, but you cannot get through this stuff without him. You just can't. Yeah. There's, like, you will feel empty inside trying to do it on your own, trying to white knuckle it. So have community. Have I had solid, like, three to four people around me that knew it was knew the real stuff yeah. that came and watched our kids so I could just, like, lay down and cry for a little mm-hmm. bit. Like... They knew me, but the only person who really knew me, the only being that really knew me was Mm. God. And so I had God in my life. I had good people around me who wanted to see my marriage thrive. I think Mm. that's a really important piece to it too. They were praying for Josh and Mm. praying for me. They weren't just bitching, stitching it with me. Sorry. <laughs> I should have. Sorry. Sorry for all your it's kids. It's the truth, y'all. That. It's the truth. But... They weren't they weren't tearing Josh down. They wanted to they were praying for Josh. They were praying for me. And I think having those people around you and then being proactive with your healing. Like do the work to get it's not easy. Like I'm not gonna lie to you. There are so many people that I feel like 
are like so close to breakthrough, but they let the tiredness get to them. And you will have seasons of being tired and it's okay to be tired, but you will also have amazing seasons uh, where you're leaning in. And there was therapy sessions where I, I came out of that feeling so healed mm. in so many ways that I never felt before. And it was because I went through the hard things mm. that I was able to be victorious and have a harvest. And there's this, I don't know who needs this analogy right now, but some of you are just in a different season than you think, right? I had this vision when I was at a prayer retreat in July, and I'll probably talk about this more on another podcast or something, but where... Um, we read over, I think it was John 4. I don't have my phone in front of me, otherwise I'd look up the scripture. But it was the parable of, like, you are the vine and I am the branches. And Josh is going to look it up on his phone because he actually <laughs> has a phone in front of him. But it was the parable of the vine and the branches. And I thought about seasons. And I just, the picture that came to mind was... I was that vine, and we grew up in Oregon, right? So we're around all these vineyards, beautiful vineyards. But in the winter, you guys, the vineyards are brown and scraggly, and they are like nubbins. Like, and when I say nubbins, I mean like there is a stick coming up from the ground, and it maybe has one branch. And I remember, do you have that scripture? Mm-hmm. Okay, can you give it to me? Yeah, it's John 15. It's John. See, I knew it was. So I'm trying to find, I'm the true vine and my father is the gardener. Verse 2 is what got me. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes. Y'all, he prunes all of the branches. Like You don't escape you don't escape the pruning process. No. It's either a full lop off of a, something that doesn't produce fruit, and if it does, guess what? He's still gonna trim it. But here's why he prunes it. He prunes it so that it will be even more fruitful. Mm. And friends, like, see this as you're pruning. Pruning is so intentional. It feels jarring at first because the idea of pruning is cutting something off and making making it something new. But when we prune in the correct way, it has purpose. And so that vision I got at that prayer retreat was the pruned vineyard right i'm this pruned vine and i'm just in winter season Mm. and if i just hang on the harvest is coming and i can tell y'all like i i don't even think i'm really at the full harvest yet where there's been a lot of small harvests yeah there's spring right like where you're seeing the you're seeing you're starting to see the Mm. fruit come and we're totally not in that abundance of like, whoa, grapes, and look at all of the, like, look at the fruit of our labor, but we're getting there. We're seeing the growth. Yeah. And yeah. I think having that, just knowing that it's a process, it's going to take time yeah. and consistency and trust and faith yeah. that when you lean into those things, you will see the harvest. God mm-hmm. promises that for you. Yeah. And it is true. You yeah. will see the harvest. Mm-hmm. That's so good. See, I knew there was a word in there. There was one more final little thing that needed to be said. There was. Oh, man, you guys. Um, we could go into so much more, but we'll wrap it up tonight with this. Jay, thanks for just just being you. Mm-hmm. Thanks for the work that you did that you also did not have to do, because I know you said last week that I did work I didn't have to do, and you certainly did not have to do the work that you did. But for as a, as a husband, it's been such a blessing in my life. Your, your faith has 
skyrocketed my faith in so many seasons because mm-hmm. I've just watched you lean in. I've watched you like dig into the hard stuff just full force and you embrace it and you always um, you always come out the other side just testifying how good God is in it and and what he's done and I love that about you um, thank you guys for being here with us yes. and just being a part of the story being a part of this mission of restoration thank you for listening to the Restore Living podcast and, and being here with us like we said at the start if this episode resonated with you uh, we would love if you would pay it forward and share this with whoever came to mind as you were listening. If you know someone going through a hard season, if you know someone who is maybe walking a similar journey that Jay did um, in our story, share this with them. If you um, took something away for yourself, you know, screenshot this, share it on, on Instagram, tag us in your stories. We'd love to connect with you. Um, give us a follow over on Restored Living. We'd love to be able to connect with you there throughout the week. And we're just grateful for you guys being in on the conversation with us. And as always, let's go live today restored to you guys. Yeah. And last thing I want to just add in here, Mm. he didn't know I was going to do this, (laughs) but if you have questions, I know we just wrapped up kind of like an interview session and I'm sure we didn't hit every like question that you have or things like that. Please input those to restored living so that we can touch on them in later podcasts. I am 99% sure we will do more on our story. Q&As and different things so if you want that kind of content please let us know what questions you have so we can address them together Yeah. Um, because we want to help as many of you as we can and this living restored thing it really is it's so amazing and so incredible and we want that for y'all yes we do All right, guys take care and we'll see you next week bye